I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. You need to calm down. You're being too loud. And that's just like, oh, oh, You need to just stop. But can you just not? Welcome in boys and girls to the Solo Nick podcast for another week. Round 15 is done and dusted and I'm coming in red hot tonight. It's been a, a shocking weekend. Supercoach is going okay. Um, it's, it's been a pretty crappy weekend. I think my low score of 1040 might be slightly above par which tells you something but it's just a shocking weekend of results. It all started with the Hurricanes last night going down to the Crusaders in the semi-final. Good game but the boys went down. New Zealand got absolutely trounced by Australia in the cricket, absolutely whacked. Um, that's two in a row for us, two losses in a row, and we are still not locked into that semi-final position. Warriors losing in Golden Point uh, to a Maloney field goal today, and then just to top it all off, the Melbourne Demons, my team in the AFL, probably not many of you really care about the AFL, but we were good. we were looking good, we were going okay, Tom McDonald just dropped a sitter. 30 metres out, straight in front. Next minute, Lions have kicked a goal. Next minute, some bloke with a ponytail's kicked five. And we've lost by 30 points. Just uh, so frustrating. Just add that to the list of disappointments and frustrations for the weekend. And I'm coming in red hot tonight. Just ready to tear this podcast a new one. Coming off the back of Super Trade Week with the five trades, I had no idea what to do. Five trades is too many. It, it just stuffs with your brain. I had absolutely no idea what to do, being very busy at work, so limited time to research too many of these trades this week, so I don't even know what I did, well I do know what I did, I had sold Gutho who did well, Fisher Harris who did okay, uh, I sold, uh, um, I've written down here RTS but I didn't sell RTS, I sold Nickel Clockstad who did well, I sold Cleary who could be back next week and I sold Cherry, uh, I'm actually happy I sold him. Uh, got in Turbo and captained him, he did okay. Got in TKO, I'm not too disappointed about that. Got in SJ, uh, almost went Jerome Hughes. Was literally a millisecond away from clicking Jerome Hughes and realised for some reason he didn't have a green line next to his name. Checked the late mail and luckily he'd been uh, injured, out, uh, forced out injured with a back injury. So that was seconds away from disaster on Friday afternoon. Uh, traded in Latrell. Mate, don't know why I did that. Latrell, you better come through in round 16, mate. You bloody better come through, and you had better not get selected for Origin. It's 6.53. New South Wales might have even already selected their team. I don't know. I was just watching the news. I saw some information about the Queensland team. They're saying Wallace is out and Offa Hen should be back, uh, and they're saying um, potentially Glasby out and Welsh into the side. Um they are also then saying maybe Morgan to fullback, Gagai to the centres, Kyle Felt making his debut onto the wing. Obviously, Pong is injured. Just seeing on Twitter here, Milf will have scans on his knee tomorrow. 
Uh, I wouldn't expect Milf to be in the side anyway, but went in. Suck it. Hope Milf's out for the Bronx this week. Uh, and then I don't think New South Wales has selected their team. I think it would have shown up from this Twitter browse by now if they had. So they won't be too far away. Um, and then I brought in Sebastian Chris from the Raiders as my fifth selection. Just needed someone in there to make the salary cap numbers work, a bit like NBA salary cap, you know, just needed someone to make it work. And and Chris was the one, and he did okay. Obviously, I know he's not playing this weekend, but he'll be a body there. He might go up a bit in cash. So that's it, uh, 10.40, like I said, for the boys this week. Um, looks like in our Young Legends Cup League, it is actually the... Second highest score, would you believe it? Uh, not going to name the bloke who's scored the top. Uh, judging from that, you can probably guess who it is. Bloody joke. Absolute joke of a team. Seriously, this is how much of a joke Supercoach is, right? This bloke who scored 10.57, thou who shall not be named, in his starting lineup this week, Katoni Staggs, Milford, Malmalo, Tou, Cherry, and he scored the highest in our league. It's just, Supercoach is a joke, was talking to Stolze, or sorry, Stolze was on the group chat earlier, saying, remember the days early on in the year when we were all scoring 1,200? Those were the glory days. This bloke with the 10.57, he's got on his bench this week, Masters, Barnett, Ponga, Cleary, Fafita, and he scored the highest score in the league. That is just a joke. Supercoach is a shit show at the moment. It's This origin period is an absolute disgrace, and we need to get out of this, and we need to get our teams back together and backfiring to see who the true super coaches are because that bloke is not a true super coach. All right, the hits for the boys this week. Tamalolo with an 86. <laughs> Don't need to say anything else, just a beast. Smithy with a 71. Great game there. Um, tight game there against the Roosters Friday night. Good to watch. Ma'u with the 85. I was, I was um, persistent on holding him in the centres. Uh, and came through with a try, which was good. And then Tommy T, 73. I'm not sure if he's going to keep these or not. I don't know if there's been much discussion of it, but that line break off the chip kick, mate, that's dubious. And then the TALBA out to Garrick on the wing. I think he'll keep that, but Garrick had a fair bit of work to do there. Uh, But I dare say he'll keep that. But that line break off the chip kick, I don't know if he'll keep that, so he could drop, but... We'll take the 73 for now. Some of the misses for the boys, obviously Ponga was a laid out due to injury um, and I had actually benched Munster this week. He was out of my 17. He's my backup 5'8", obviously played before Kalen, so I didn't didn't have anyone there, so I had to take the Corey Allen AE. Uh, Latrell could only get a 38. There's potentially some conjecture there about a TALBA uh, that he might potentially pick up, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, Bateman, 42. Don't know what's going on with Bateman. He's been down the last couple of weeks. Hopefully he comes back. Gerbo with the 46. You can forgive him. He's had a big month. And then Cam Murray, he's had a big month as well. And he's not really adjusting, um, I don't think, to the first year origin. Only coming through with 43, been having, you know, been quite poor and had a few down scores uh, in recent weeks. So hopefully he can pick up his game going forward. On the injury list this week, we mentioned Ponga. He's going to miss the next two games. We knew he was out for 16. He's going to miss 17 as well. Let's just hope that he's back for 18. Michael Morgan didn't see out the game, but I haven't seen anything particularly relevant about him being out long term. So looks like he's going to be known for the Maroons and he should be back in 17. 
Richie Ken has injured his shoulder for the Broncos. Could be out for a while. Four and status hammy again for the Dogs. Who knows how many hammies this bloke's had. He's Who knows when he's going to be, be back. He's, he's irrelevant anyway, but he's cooked. Doggy's getting the, wing over, the win over the Sharks this week. Joe Fitz, shout out. Nathaniel Roach for the Warriors. Looks like he's done a non-contact ACL, which is just... That's just horrible news for him. He's he's had a long history of injuries, and hopefully it's not the case. Edric Lee's broken his arm. It looks like uh, Nathan Cleary has did not play this week. So I was just thinking about Edric. He actually the Knights play sixteen, so maybe there's a cheapie coming in for Edric Lee. I'm not sure, but just keep an eye out for that. Nathan Cleary didn't play this week. He could potentially be back for Origin. Uh, obviously he's going to miss 16, uh, would have missed it anyway given the Panthers are on the bye. I don't think he's a chance for 17, he could come back for 18 potentially. Jerome Hughes was laid out like I mentioned earlier with a back injury, it's unknown at this stage. Uh, and I just wanted to mention Coruscant as well, last week injured his ankle, going to be out for 6 weeks. So Manessi Finu is a legitimate hooker option with no Coruscant there. Finu played the full 80 this week had a TALBA for 70-odd uh, points. So most people are probably running the Cook-Smith or the Cook-McInnes combo, um, but Finu is a legit option. Doesn't play 16, uh, which is not ideal, but he's going to get some, some good run over the next few weeks or so. Okay, let's jump into some of the other scores. Before we get to that, let's just remind ourselves who does play 16. Dragons and Storm Uh on the Thursday night, on this coming Thursday night. On Friday night, West Tigers and Roosters. On Saturday, you've got the Knights and the Warriors. And then on Sunday, the Sharks and the Broncos. So that's Dragons, Storm, Tigers, Roosters, Knights, Warriors, and the Sharks and the Broncos. So first game of the week, Tigers, Rabbits. Masters could only manage a 42. I don't think he's relevant. I'm not going to be picking him up, even at a He's going to be cheap. He's going to be under 450k, but he's just not getting it done. No Faluma was a bit of a pod, could only manage 27. Tough matchup against the Rabbits. For the Tigers, I'll be fair, but they do have the Roosters this week. It will be an undermanned Roosters, obviously, due to origin, but it's another tough matchup in 16. Braden Burns in the same game. Good to see him back with a 70. The Dragons and Cowboys were next up. Aitken scored well again with a 69, and anyone who jumped on him a few weeks ago... Uh, will be very happy. Came with a break-even of negative 15, so he's going to jump up to 400k. Be a great option in round 16. And when in, mate, you should have jumped on. Unlucky. Josh Drinkwater debuted for the Cows with a 74. Uh, pretty cheap. 219k. Doesn't play 16, unfortunately. And we've both... Prob- I mean, sorry, everyone's probably got both full-back positions filled up with guns at the moment, so he's not going to get picked up by too many teams, but good to see him back in the action there. Roosters and Storm, great game, like we said earlier. Uh, obviously, Melbourne, uh, sorry, both of these teams actually play in 16. A lot of their players are origin players, though, so a lot of irrelevant players here. Just wanted to mention Kenny Brom, 64, came in with a BE of 91. He's going to be under 500K, second row only, but he's averaging 60-plus for the year. Uh, looked pretty good in this game, NRL-wise. Did have a line break assist and a try contribution, but I wouldn't be uh, I wouldn't be adverse to picking up Kenny Brom this week. 
Titans and Manly, just wanted to mention Curtis Siren and think it was his 100th game or some sort of milestone game, tunned up with a couple of tries and three line breaks and a sin bin. It's a pretty eventful game in your 100th, definitely there. Titans and Manly, neither of those teams play in 16. So we'll move right along to the Knights and the Broncos. What is going on with the Broncos? 26-12 to the Knights. Semi shout out. Darius Boyd, nine points in the full 80 minutes. What a joke. Lockie Fitz managed to get 82 with a try uh, and play 16. Would, you, would it be crazy to go Lockie Fitz? He'll be about 340k with a pretty low break even. Would be playing the full 80 with Barnett out. He plays the full 80 most weeks anyway, but geez, would you be crazy to go Lockie Fitz in your uh, NRL Supercoach Live is telling me he's available in centre wing, but I highly doubt that. Let's presume it's second row only. Um, is it crazy to go a 340k Lockie Fitz? Could you do a two out and shift Katoni Stags up to your centres and jump on Fitz? I don't know. Stranger things have happened. TPJ with a 60. Nice score there for TBJ. He'll be around 450. He'll get some good minutes this week, especially with Joe Offerhen. Projected to go back into the Queensland team alongside Matt Gillette. Uh, Payne Haas could get selected for New South Wales, although let's hope that he doesn't. Um, but I like TPJ as an option this week. Katoni Staggs with a 57. He's going to jump up to about 330, 340k, and he'll be a good option this week. Let's hope that the Broncos perform a bit better against the Sharkies next Sunday afternoon. Para got over the Raiders 22-16 to after the Raiders led early. Gutho had a good game with a 69. Fergo, about time Fergo did something with a 70. Uh, Dylan Brown, good to see the young fella back there with a 33. Uh, and then CNK with a 77 standard. I mean, that's standard after I sell Gutho and CNK that they both perform well. Neither of these teams play in round 17. On to today's games, the Warriors and the Panthers. We mentioned earlier, Panthers got the W thanks to a Maloney field goal in uh, Golden Point. RTS uh, showed us once again that he's a, he's a genuine keeper option at fullback, and it would be great if we had three fullback uh, slots in our team, to be honest, scoring 80. Jazz Tavaga scored a 70. Good pickup. Um, I was supportive, very supportive of anyone who wanted to select him this week. Just give the bloke minutes and he'll score. Only had a break even of 71. Uh, so he's going to be exactly the same price this coming week, basically. Uh, 380k second row. That could be a better option than Lockie Fitz. Maybe for those two owners, two out, stags down to uh, center wing and get to Vugger done. That'll be one of my trades this week, I think. Given that the Warriors play 16, uh, Panthers don't play 16. I didn't see much there. Brent Naden, good performance, couple of tries. He's going to jump up in price. James Maloney always scores well without Cleary in the side. And Fisher Harris, uh, just like every other player who I trade out, always scores well the following week. Last game of the round, and the Dogs, we mentioned this earlier, got the W over the Sharks. Apparently DWZ plays for the Dogs now. Didn't know that, but... Still, he does. 42, scored a try. Tolman was okay. Will Hapawade scored well. Nothing much doing for the Dogs. They don't play. Uh, they don't play 16. And then for the Sharkies, who do play 16, SJ had a nice game with an 87, with a try and a line break, and also a TALBA, a forced dropout. Apparently he had 12 tackle busts. That's huge. That's a nice score there for 87. Hopefully he updates a little bit. Also, Britton Nakora. 
is the one of the most interest to me. He looks cooked. His 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 scores have just been going down and down and down. He might not be you know a top four or five centre wing for the run home. Keep him through sixteen by all means, but then maybe there's someone there from one of the other sides who you look to bring in um, for the run home because yeah. He's still getting the minutes, but he's just not getting through the workload. Uh, a few guys mentioned Gallon this week. 500k, scored 35. Hopefully people stayed away and didn't listen to that advice. Um, and Bronson Cherry, 26. Had the break-even of 85, given he had the concussion game last week. So he's going to drop around about 40k this week alone, down to close to 500. And then if you're willing to hold him through 16... I, I guarantee his BE will be over 100 and he'll drop another ton this week. So I traded him this week. I'm not unhappy about it. Obviously, it's decreased uh, a number for me in round 16, but it's probably going to save me 100K, I think, and I'm selling him at his at his max price, and I'm not too worried about that. Hopefully, Latrell will pick up his game in round 16 and give me a decent score, and it also allowed me to get Turbo into my side also. So that's it, trades for this week. Uh, I'll definitely be trying to get two players, uh, obviously, who play 16, because I think I'm only sitting on 9 or 10 at the moment, depending on origin selections. I think Jazz Tavaga will be one of those. I'll be slotting him into my second row for Tau, as I mentioned earlier. Uh, and I might try and find someone else who's cheap um, to bank into the side as well. It would be good to get rid of Corey Allen at some stage. Um, not sure if I'll find that person or where I'll find them, but... I'll definitely be looking. Don't you worry about that. Uh, and then and then I'll just be, be in it for the ride home. I've got 12 trades left at the moment. So if I make two this week, I'll be sitting on 10. Um, but I've got a pretty, good, a pretty good side. I've got sort of a 19-man side, I suppose, at the moment. Munster and Fafida were out of my side this week. Uh, and then outside of that, I had uh, Kerr, Staggs, Dearden, Tu, Corey Allen, and Chris as non-players. So if Tu uh, can go to Tavaga this week, and maybe Corey Allen can go down to to enough or something like that, I'm aiming for sort of a 19 or 20 man uh, squad with cover in all positions. That's sort of what you want for the run home. There's no point in having 23, 24 guns because you can't play them all. So you may as well aim for 19 or 20 uh, and keep some trades up your sleeves or injuries. So after this week, I'll have 10 trades. Uh, basically for the last, what is, what will it be, nine weeks. Um, so that should get me through. That should get me through. All right, guys, like I said, coming in red hot this week, not happy, but Subicoast seems to be going okay. It's a low-scoring week. Let's call 980, 990, 1,000 par, uh, and we'll see you next week.